It's time for Diva Live, the number one radio show in the private service industry. Diva Live is a radio show that allows private service professionals to discuss topics that pertain to their industry. Now, here are your hosts, Diva National President Matthew Hack and private service professional DJ Haverkamp. Hello and welcome back to another edition of DEMA Live. DEMA Live is a live, interactive, online radio show intended to bring private service professionals, product suppliers, principals, and recruitment agencies together to discuss topics of interest to the high net worth service industry. DEMA Live is produced by the Domestic Estate Management Association, a professional trade association with a mission to serve those that serve others. Our website is www.domesticmanagers.com. If you'd like to chat online with other listeners during the show live, you can do so by registering at the blogtalkradio.com website. If you'd like to submit a question or uh, talk to one of the guests during the live show, please text your questions to 313-404-3998. Once again, that number to text your questions to is 313-404-3998, and we'll do our best to get those questions live on air. My name is Matthew Hack. I'm the president of the Domestic Estate Management Association, and I'll be your host for today. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, DJ Haverkamp, a private service professional who's based in the New York area. With the fast-approaching holiday season, we thought that it would be appropriate to bring on the corporate hospitality director, Jake Alexander, from Kristoff, and have him share with us some of his thoughts and ideas for the great uh, holiday gift ideas that Christoph might be able to supply for our membership. So Jake is based in New York, and we're excited to have him on the show today. But before we get started, DJ, just wanted to follow up with you and uh, see how everything's going. Uh, first and foremost, I'm going to throw you a curveball right out of the gate. Uh, have, you, uh, have you gotten enough sleep from last night's election? <laughs> Everybody here in New York was watching pretty intently on last night's election. Yeah, it was a short night. <laughs> Absolutely. I think the uh, the alarm people. clock went off a little bit too early for me this morning, so. Yep. So, um did you uh how, how's everything going uh as far as uh uh, things there in New York, and uh, what did you think uh, after our show with uh, Bartlett Tree uh, regarding the landscaping? Well, I think it's going great here in New York. We had a great chapter meeting, uh, and and it's been a great fall here so far this year. It's been interesting since we talked with the folks from Bartlett. Uh, you know, I've been looking at the trees around our area kind of differently, and it's been interesting just to kind of uh, sort of as the tree, as the leaves are falling off the trees to be able to see the real structure, like, like we were discussing the other day. And I, I think that if uh, anybody missed that show, it'd be a great thing to go back and, and catch the archive version of that on the website. Absolutely. I think that that would be a great recommendation and, and you're absolutely right. I mean, with the uh, un, unseasonal warm weather here uh, in the Midwest, I know we've still got trees that actually have leaves on them uh, and we're uh, we're we're what a week week and a half into uh, November already. So who would have thunk that uh, that we would be uh, have leaves still on the trees um, here in uh, in November? So definitely uh, check the check out the past uh, episode, and uh, we don't want to keep our uh, our guest uh, waiting much longer. So Jake uh, from Kristoff, <laughs> uh, 
uh, has uh, has been gracious with his time to join us again. Um, you're like a veteran here on on Dima Live. I know uh, we we got an opportunity to talk with Jake back in June, um, discussing some of the uh, the the, uh, the nuances of silver. And so, Jake, it's great to have you back on the show. If uh, if you would like, uh, go ahead and uh, say hi to everybody. Uh, hello, everybody. It's great to be here, and uh, thank you guys so much for having me back for another visit. Excellent. Well, we we definitely are excited. And uh, you know, if people want to uh, to hear the the last time you were on the show, Jake, we uh, we definitely have that uh, available in the archives. And uh, that that episode was back in June like I said earlier, but we have you on for a different reason. And, uh, yes. obviously with, uh, with fall, uh, in the air and, uh, now we've uh, gotten past October and, and Halloween that usually signifies for all the uh, big boxes to start bringing out all the holiday, uh, seasonal items. So we figured That's it'd be right. appropriate to, to bring you guys, bring uh, someone like yourself on the show. So, um, why don't we go ahead and get started and, and, uh, give you a little chance to tell our audience about yourself. Sure, absolutely. Uh, so predominantly, my background is actually in the in the hospitality industry myself. So I I love that we're a part of DEMA and getting to do stuff like this because the concepts of uh, of service is very much ingrained in uh, in my background. Uh, I've done pretty much every front of house position in a restaurant and hotel. Uh, in New York that, that you can imagine. Um, ultimately, I wound up being uh, the F&B director for a small luxury boutique hotel called the Maritime Hotel in uh, the Chelsea neighborhood, uh, which I loved. Uh, but like any service professional will understand, you know, the hours could be pretty grueling. So uh, when an opportunity presented itself to join a new sales team with a distributor that was focusing on the, focusing, excuse me, on the hospitality industry, uh, I jumped at the chance uh, that was a lot of fun and ultimately led me to Kristoff, which is a really great uh, fit for me because it lets me uh, leverage my hospitality and operations and F&B background with my love of uh, pretty shiny things. <laughs> so it's a good match. Well, absolutely, and Kristoff has plenty of, of uh, pretty shiny things for sure. Um, <laughs> indeed, so, so indeed, you must we be do. right in that element, right? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> good. Well, back Very on the show so. in June, what's that? I just was I just was saying very much so. I you're, you're correct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, if, if you've ever gotten an opportunity to to uh, to, to drop in and, and say hi to Jake at the uh, at the New York uh, location there, you'll understand exactly how many bright and shiny things he's uh, surrounded by on a daily basis. So, uh, <laughs> but back on the show um, in June, Jake, we were talking a little bit about Kristoff's history and some of the innovative products that. Um, your company has designed and, and come up with. So I'd like to talk, you know, we're going to talk a little bit about some of those items, I'm sure, here later on in the show. Uh, but before we do that, let, let's talk a little bit about the idea of gift giving in general. Um, mm. I know that giving gifts can be stressful because you don't necessarily know uh, the person that you're giving the gifts to, uh, especially on a corporate level, mm -hmm. um, sure. as well as you normally would. Um, so let's start uh, by talking a little bit about the whole concept of gift giving and why are companies even doing this? That's a great question. I, I mean, I think that there are several reasons. Um, one is kind of fundamental to our, just our makeup as human beings, right? You know, which is that it, it feels good on a basic chemical level to do nice things for other people. And it's actually backed up by science. I mean, studies show that 
uh, true happiness, you know, lasting happiness, enduring happiness is actually uh, derived more from the act of giving than receiving. And it's why, you know, doing charity feels good, right? So simply in the act of giving to others, you get a, a an emotional uh, repayment of the investment, so to speak. So there's that to consider. But on a more day-to-day level, certainly we're speaking about, you know, corporate gifting or larger scale gifting. Uh, there's a whole host of social norms which call for gifting, holidays, marking of occasions like graduations and birthdays. Um, it's a great way to show gratitude to someone. That's a major one. Uh, to apologize for something. I know that this is certainly a tactic that I've employed with my wife on a number of occasions. Uh, <laughs> if you're trying to curry favor with someone, um, it can also be a tactic. It's also good business, you know, to thank clients, uh, to reward good partners, uh, so on and so forth. There's really almost an endless list of scenarios uh, in which gifting is uh, appropriate. Okay. Well, I know I I know that Christoph has several unique gift ideas. So, what what are your thoughts in general on on just the in general just on gift giving? You know, like what what in your in your mind because you are surrounded by all those bright shiny things there in your in, in your <laughs> boutique there. Um what do you what what makes a great gift? Mm. You know, again, great great question. There's really no one answer and it depends a great deal on the context and on how well you know the recipient if you know someone well if you know the recipient well then anything that you can do that speaks to the particulars of the recipient's personality is the way that you is the way that you want to go especially if you're talking about individual gifting right one to one so if you know that they love uh i don't know it could be anything i mean if they if they love fly fishing you know they probably already have a bunch of uh i don't fly fish so i actually don't know what i'm talking about they probably already have a bunch of you know fish rods and bait and tackle and all that kinds of stuff but what they might not have is um you know a a, a memento uh, in silver from the last time that you went fishing together, you know, with the with the location and the date engraved on it, that'll be a gift that that person treasures, re- regardless of if they already have, you know, everything in the world of, of fly fishing. So if you can, the more you can sort of tailor it to the uh, personality or the, the particular loves of of the recipient, the better. That's harder to do if you're talking corporate gifting, right? Larger scale gifting that flattens the the field a little bit because you are giving to a bunch of different people, and assuming that you're giving them want to give them all the same thing, then it can be something that's more reflective of uh, perhaps your business. So let's say you're a corporation, you know, that's uh, in, in, the, in the publishing business. Maybe you want to give everybody a, a, a lovely bookmark set, you know, so if you can kind of reverse it and tailor it towards uh, who you are rather than who the recipient is. Also, if you're giving uh, on a larger scale, you know, more corporate style gifting, you probably want to choose something that's a little more, I don't want to use the word generic, but a little safer just because it's harder to take a big risk when you're giving to a large group of people, many of whom you're not going to know on that personal level. All right. So, so those are, those are all really good suggestions. Um, and obviously, you know, something like what you're talking about in that case uh, of fly fishing, um, which is a, a, an interesting thing that you would bring up, especially if you don't know anything about fly fishing, that just leads me to think that you're actually <laughs> looking at the internet while you're doing this radio show and you saw a guy fly fishing. Yeah. Um, I anyways, 
I would have had better things to suggest if that was true, though. I, I don't, I don't know anything. I, I, it was totally random. How dare you? All right. Well, How well, listen, you, so let let's just let's just play off of that for a second. So, you know, if you if you are talking about that, what I'm assuming what you're talking about is giving something like a picture frame, right? Where you you have a really high end uh, Christoph picture frame, and then you have it, it etched engraved with with you know a momentous uh, you know as a kind of a memento, right? Yeah, sure. It could be a picture frame. It could be a tray. Um, and if it, it, it could be, uh, you know, a wine decanter. I mean, for fly, I don't know if maybe the guy fly fishes loves wine. I don't know. Uh, you know, but one of the great things about Kristoff, and obviously I'm I'm prejudiced in this regard, is uh, so much of what we offer can be customized and made bespoke in that way, simply through, you know, engraving or doing a different color, like adding a bit of coloration. Um, uh, and, and that's a way, it's an easy way to take something that's already a fantastic gift because it's a quality product and it's beautifully packaged and so on and so forth, and just add that extra touch that's really going to bring it home in a meaningful way to the recipient. Absolutely. Well, I don't, you know, I, I don't know for sure. I mean, we can definitely talk with, with DJ. He might have some more experience in the fly fishing uh, realm, but uh, I don't, I don't know if a, a wine decanter is going to be something that someone's going to actually take fly fishing with them. Um, DJ, do you know if that's something that you've ever been asked to, to provide for, for, uh, for any of the principles that you've worked for? No, no, I can't say that I have. Look, it was okay. just an example, guys. Well, Don't get hung right, up on the wine right, decanter, stop, okay? I'll stop now. We're completely will, off, I, off I, task here. I, I will say that my principal is into shooting, and I think maybe if you're into target uh-huh. shooting, that maybe there would be the place to take the wine decanter. Or, or afterwards, well, now, when you go back to the lodge, you're going to have your whiskey, and you need your whiskey decanter. There That's you go. There you go. So, so, so now we're completely off, uh, off, uh, off topic because now we're talking about mixing alcohol and wine and, and gun shooting. So, let's uh, after after let's the con- shooting after 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 exactly. So we'll we'll be very specific and clarify that uh, kids out there make sure you're doing your drinking separate from the actual shooting. So, um, anyways, back back on subject. So let's talk about our industry is very special. Um, because we are into luxury gifting, and that is probably a little bit different than when you're dealing on the corporate setting. What um, is there anything special that needs to be considered when you are working in the luxury market, Jake? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and you guys know this better than anyone, right? I mean, when you're in the luxury market, you're dealing with people who understand and appreciate quality. In, in sort of a different level, and frankly, they're accustomed to a certain level of lifestyle. They're probably well traveled. They're probably well educated. Uh, in many cases, they might be the kind of person who you know has it all, as as they say, and and uh, is just used to the best of the best. And that's kind of the the, the standpoint that they're going to be operating from. So, I think regardless, not that you necessarily need to get, and that's not to say that you necessarily need to get something that costs you know thousands and thousands of dollars, but it has to be a gift that's of a certain quality. It has to be well-made, and it has to, um, again, all the same principles apply. You know, you want to try to make it as, as unique and, and interesting as possible for the individual recipient um, based on, you know, your knowledge of that person and their likes and dislikes and so forth. And the other thing that's, that becomes really, really critical, I think, when the, in the luxury gifting space is that is the packaging. It's the presentation. You know, you can't just give something yeah. like... In, in, a, in a you know 
crinkled paper bag or even, you know, a standard wrapping paper necessarily and have that be okay. And uh, again, I'm going to plug Christoph here, but that's one of the things that I love so much about our gifts is regardless of the price point, if you're spending, you know, $100 or $10,000, it's going to look gorgeous when it comes. It comes in this fantastic box and it's got, you know, the, the logo done very beautifully. And most things that come in anti-tarnish pouches, which are expensive, fun little trinket items unto themselves and are also very useful. Uh, there's specific foam, you know, inserts that are contoured to the shape of the item inside. I mean, it's just a really, really lovely luxe presentation. And that becomes as important as anything else, I think, when you're in the luxury gifting space is that first kind of wow moment of, you know, when you're unwrapping the gift or taking out of the bag or whatever, you know, the experience begins there. It's not just when you're, you know, looking at the thing itself. So that becomes very important to consider. Yeah, Jake, I couldn't agree with that more. And not only the packaging, but like, I think it's very important to make a, like a gift that has multiple components. So if you're giving a decanter or, right. or something like that, well, put a, put a great bottle of wine in with the gift as well, just to, to flesh it out and to, to have, or put a book in with the gift. I think just those little a great details point. go a long way when you, when you're finishing up a, a gift as well as just the packaging. Absolutely. And it's a way to, sorry, go ahead. No, no, sorry, go ahead. No, I just gonna, I think DJ makes a great point and, and that's a way to, um, again, to, to really punch it up and take it to the next level. So, you know, you're giving, um, uh, a, a let, let's say a gift like a letter opener, maybe you give with the letter opener, you know, you, you write them the letter expressing, you know, whatever it is, your, your love for that person or your gratitude for the service that they rendered you or, or the thank you note, you know, whatever it might be. And then it combines elegance, luxury, and quality with something that's really bespoke and, and personal. And it just, I mean, th that's a gift they'll never forget. And it's, it's hugely right. impactful. Yeah. Yeah. I know Jake that, uh, just in my discussions with some of my fellow um, private service professionals, it really is interesting because a lot of times we kind of run the gamut with different levels of responsibilities for helping our principals with some of their gift giving. And sure. you know, that can involve everything from giving gifts to their family members to doing some nice gift for their staff. Uh, mm. Even things like, tipping our vendors that I get questions about tipping and appropriateness of tipping um, hostess sure. gifts. It's funny. That's another one that comes up. Like when people are going to all these Christmas parties and they want to take some nice little token with them. Mm. Uh, and then not only that, but like on the philanthropic side, a lot of our, our families are involved with philanthropy. And so they're involved with charities and they want to give gifts to their donors and people that right. they, sure. they work with. So it's just really quite interesting when you're at this level of, of all of the different kinds of gifts that uh, seem to come along this time of year. And I just wondered if you had any thoughts on like how for someone who is being an advisor to a principal or who is charged with coming up with some gift ideas for their principal, maybe how would we go about approaching that? Or not even just if that was our charge, but if we were going to be proactive and come up with some suggestions that we might be able to, to give to our principals to just help them take the load off of their life in, in their, their average day. So I'm an estate manager. I want to go to my principal and say, well, here's some great things that I came across that you might mm. want to put in your, in your, in your, on the radar as far as potential gifts that you might want to give this year. Any thoughts on that? Sure. 
Yeah, absolutely, DJ. I, I, I think your word proactive is, is really um, a key part of the answer. You know, the further ahead that you can plan, and obviously, you know, our, our, everyone's life is so crazy these days, and you guys have a mountain of responsibilities, so it can be hard yeah. to carve out the time to do it. But the more proactive and uh, forward-looking that you can be about the process, the easier it's going to be for you. And especially because, you know, and we all we all feel it. I mean, you can kind of start to feel it already. There's that kind of pre-holiday, holiday buzz in the air. You know, we see uh, the new year approaching. Everyone's kind of uh, rushing around trying to tidy up affairs, um, uh, get everything, you know, prepped before they kind of go off duty for that week between Christmas and New Year's. And there's just a lot of hustle and bustle that happens, right? There's parties and blah, 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 blah. And all and concurrently, I mean, vendors and certainly Christoph is is no exception to this. this. is an extremely busy time of the year for us, which is great. But it can sometimes mean that if you leave it to the last minute, you know, you're not necessarily going to be able to get everything you want when you want it. So the further ahead that you can plan, uh, the the the, light, the the least stressful it will be. And concurrent with that, the more organized you can be about the process, the better. And I think those things go hand in hand. So rather than it being kind of a slapdash affair where you're like, oh, we need this. Oh, shoot, we need that. Oh, God, we need that. You know, sit down, make a plan, say, okay, what are the events that we have upcoming? Who are the people that we need to recognize? Who are the people that we need to thank? Who are the people that we need to do outreach for, you know, whether it's a personal or corporate matter? And try to kind of make, um, you know, different buckets Right, so that you so that you can target each one the right way, and then and then once you've done that, or even in the process of doing that, what I would really urge everyone to do is to use your uh, the Christoph team as a resource. This is our job, you know. Reach out to us, reach out to me, reach out to the boutiques, reach out to my colleague Jacqueline on on the West Coast, and let us help you put a program together and put a package together that's going to be fantastic to you, and and let us make your jobs easier as well. Well, that's perfect because that leads directly into the next uh, the next question that I have for you, Jake, and that's that um, obviously having the great relationship that we do as far as DEMA uh, with Christoph, I think it's a perfect collaboration between two, uh, one great association and one fantastic company. And so what Thank I'd you. like to do is I'd like to do a scenario real quick. Um, and sure. I'd like to have you maybe walk us through because you've been involved in um, – in a lot of the corporate gifting, um, you know, on many different uh, occasions, I, I'm, I'm assuming, um, and mm -hmm. that was part of why we put the show together, right, was to be able to share, you know, some of these ideas and thoughts. So this is a two-part question. The first part is um, I'm going to go over the scenario. The second part is okay. I'd like to go ahead and have you guys give out I, – I, we're going to be giving a DEMA discount code um, to all of our membership, right, to be able to use mm -hmm. um, as DEMA members as a thank you um, from Christoph, correct? Yeah, absolutely. All right, so – so we'll go ahead. We'll kick it in. I wanna. I'm gonna do the example from a private service professional uh, stance, and then I'm gonna go and I'm gonna do it from a uh, supplier or vendor stance. And so I'm gonna try to throw a couple of different curveballs. We'll see how how well you do, um, and hopefully you do as well as my Chicago Cubs that finally won the World Series. Oh, and, uh, congratulations! And, and, and we'll and we'll go from there. Okay, sound good? All right. All right. I'm a little nervous, but let's do it. All right. Cool. So we were recently approached by an executive assistant. Uh, she has been tasked with giving gifts to some of the ladies that are in the office. 
Walk okay. me through the process that you would recommend if that executive assistant was to reach out and contact you at Christoph. Okay, great. So the first thing that we would want to do, if possible, um, if they were, and it depends if they're in a geography where there's a store, right? Because that, because that, or or in New York where we have stores in the showroom. If possible, ideally, what I would like to do is get that person into into the store or into the showroom so that we can look at things together, sit down together, and spend time to, to make a plan. If that's not possible, whether for geography or whatever set of circumstances, then we just do it on the phone or by email. And, and we want to discover as much as possible. So how many people are we gifting? What's the deadline? What's the budget? What type of thing, generally speaking, might be of appeal? Uh, when do they need it by? I think I said that already, the deadline. Uh, is this being given on behalf of, is, like, is, is this a gift from the executive assistant or is it from the executive assistant's uh, boss? Who are the, and then most importantly, who are the recipients? What do we know about them? What do we know about their likes and dislikes? And how can we tailor something um, that's going to be impactful and that's not going to wind up, you know, in, in the wastebasket come January when everyone cleans their houses? Okay, perfect. So, how did, so how that's how. Was that all right? Okay. No, I, I, thought, I thought that was excellent. What do you What do you think, DJ? Was that Was that good? I wholeheartedly agree. Yeah, fantastic. Okay. Anything <laughs> you, you would recommend? Me, DJ. <laughs> hey, DJ, is there anything that you would recommend what? in addition to that from from your perspective? Um. No, I think that pretty much covers it. I, I, nothing really comes to mind. Okay. Well, hey, uh, let's let's go ahead and do this then. Let's go ahead and give out the DEMA discount code so that uh, DJ can go ahead and take advantage of uh, uh, of the uh, of the Kristoff uh, discount. Going shopping this is... afternoon. Oh yeah, buddy! It is <laughs> DEMA twenty. DEMA twenty, and that gives twenty uh, percent off virtually all of our products. There are couple little exceptions I believe uh, but don't worry about that just tell us what you want we'll figure it out <laughs> alright cool and now is that is that um, is there anything like uh, all caps or anything like that that we need to worry about all caps like if they're doing it online, if they're going to be shopping. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. You mean the actual? You mean capitalization entering the password? Um, I yeah, think yeah. it's. Sh- I, I don't know, but it, it, I know when we gave it out that it was capitalized. So safe bet is do it in caps. Keep it, keep it, keep it all caps. All right. So it's I all, would keep caps, it all caps. Dima yeah. twenty. Yep. And if you have all an right. issue with that, guys, just let me know. Like if there's a problem, okay. if there's a glitch, whatever, just let me know. All right, cool. So now we're gonna now we're gonna flip this, and we're not coming from a private service uh, perspective. We're gonna come from the actual supplier vendor perspective. So you want to reach out and you want to give DJ a thank you gift for all the all the work that he has uh, given your company throughout the year. What would you mm. guys uh, recommend in handling those situations? So am I? Am I speaking from the perspective of Christoph, or just you mean just any company, any like supplier? It could be Christoph. It could be Dima. It could be any company that wants to thank DJ for his loyal support. Mm. So I would first go through what I know about DJ, and I would think to myself, how can I do something that I know specifically DJ would really appreciate? And actually, this is this is sort of 
embarrassing and a little bit sad, DJ, but even though we've talked many times, I feel like I don't know that much about you. But one thing that I do know is that obviously you're New York-based, aside from the fact that you're awesome, obviously, uh, but you're also uh, New York-based, as am I. And uh, New Yorkers, you know, we're notoriously um, busy people, and we typically have a lot going on, and we move very, very fast. So something that I might think of that would be a nice gift for uh, for DJ, who I know is also a classy fellow, uh, would be we just came out with this really beautiful um, desk organizer in, like, leather and stainless steel from our club collection, and it's awesome and very sort of manly and elegant, much like DJ, and uh, also is extremely useful for someone who is, you know, shuffling a lot of paper around and has a lot of, uh, you know, balls in the air, uh, so to speak. So I think that that could be a, a good gift for, for DJ. Uh-huh. That's a great idea, Jake. But you know, the other thing, just to, just to put a plug in your ear, um, one of my hobbies, one of my hobbies is beekeeping. And I know that your company has the hexagonal oh, symbol right. of the beehive, and you have these wonderful cufflinks. And I think a lot of people don't realize that Christoffel is, is big into jewelry now. And I, I would, I would think that that would be another place to look for gifting. But anything with that hexagonal symbol, and that's where if you know who you're gifting, that those kind of things become so much more appropriate. But just, oh, man, you're so right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, so you're what, so you right, know, and I did know that about you because our CEO is in a beekeeping. We talked about it last time. See, I, yeah, I just I fell okay. I fell down. No, I got some right. egg on my face no, here. No, 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 no worries. But I wanted to wanted I wanted to have you just tell us about some of the things that the company is doing that maybe people aren't that aware of. I, I know traditionally the, it's been about silver, but I know you've expanded your product line. So so highlight for us some of the things that that you you're that you're uh, featuring this season. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so a couple of our big features are, uh, as I mentioned, the club collection, brand new for us. No silver involved in that at all, actually, which is a total departure for Kristoff. It's all stainless steel and leather, several different colors. So it's a slightly um, masculine collection, one might say, although uh, depending on the color choice, you really could go either way. And it's a beautiful collection of accessories, predominantly oriented around the desk, uh, very contemporary, and yet because of the presence of the leather, it has that kind of uh, regality and that classicism to it as well. So that's a collection that we're really, really excited about, and um, it's extremely attractive from a pricing perspective as well. So just great you know, gift options at, a, at an accessible price point. Um, another big thing, as you guys just touched on, that we're really focusing on, um, while it is silver, it's um, both our oldest and, in a sense, our newest uh, product group, which is uh, the jewelry. Christoph himself was a jeweler. That's how he got his start in precious metals and eventually, you know, built his company. Um, so it is kind of part of our DNA in that sense. It's part of really our origin story. Uh, but it's only recently that we've, um, that we're really returning to it in a major way and kind of re-embracing it, bringing it back to market. We just did a big series of events, both here in New York and in LA, uh, with some very high-profile guests, which we're extremely proud of, um, to sort of launch slash relaunch uh, our jewelry. We're bringing diamonds into the jewelry collection, which is a first for Christoph. 
So there's some mm-hmm. really extraordinary pieces, but there's also some really um, uh, price accessible pieces as well. There's there's really a huge range there. Um, we had some again some great guests. I mean, we had Kate Bosworth and the designer Jason Wu and Misha Nono, and um, just uh, 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 it was a, a a splendid affair. So we're very excited to uh, to be bringing jewelry back as part of Christoph's um, portfolio. Just that many more uh, bright and shiny things in your uh, boutique, right? Uh, that's that's right. right. Perfect, perfect. Well, speaking of bright and shiny things, um, we'd like to give a big shout-out to uh, all of our supplier members that participated in the uh, new edition of the DEMA Supplier Guide, uh, which was just published and has been uh, put out for release. So if you have not received your uh, latest copy, um, hang tight. It should be on its way. And if you don't receive it, please feel free to email us uh, at uh, info at domesticmanagers.com. Uh, it gives you an opportunity to learn about some of the great uh, vendors and suppliers that are part of the Domestic Estate Management Association, uh, like the like uh, like Christoph. Uh, which is, uh, is is in there as well. So um, we're very blessed to be able to have as many great uh, vendors and suppliers as we do uh, be part of DEMA. So that's our kind of our way to be able to to, to uh, thank all of them is to put together a really nice uh, publication and uh, gives an opportunity for people to learn more about the companies up close and personal. So um, as we always do right about this time, I uh, wanted to make a couple of announcements uh, regarding meeting schedules. Um, we do uh, have a couple of meetings uh, the month of November. It's funny, DJ, as things uh, grow and change, uh, we used to never do meetings in the month of November because it was just a great month to be able to take off with the holidays right. and everything, and now all of our members are starting to request that we have we have those meetings in November. So yeah, just a little yeah. bit more pressure on DEMA National and, uh, and all of our, our <laughs> local uh, board members to, to, to make that happen. So uh, November the 10th, uh, which is tomorrow night, uh, we have a, a meeting in uh, Denver. Uh, November the 15th, we're going to be having a mixer event, Uh, so come and blow some steam off with some of the uh, local Los Angeles uh, private service professionals. And then on the 28th, um, Scottsdale will be having a meeting, and uh, November the 30th, Naples will be having a meeting. So we've got uh, about four meetings this month in November, and then we have several um, holiday parties that we'll be doing uh, throughout the month of December, so stay tuned for that and those listings. And now we get to make the really big announcement. Uh, I know that you probably have been waiting for this, DJ, and uh, we got we got beat on pretty hard because we didn't make any announcements at uh, at, con- at the end of convention this year. So I- I'm sure you guys probably want to know uh, what's uh, what's on tap for the next uh, 2017 DEMA convention, right? Drum roll, please. <laughs> All right. So we are going to be doing the DEMA convention. September the 15th through the 17th in Orlando. <laughs> we're going to go we're going to go back to Orlando. Uh however, we got such a great deal uh that we couldn't pass it up. Um so we're going to be going back to Orlando and it's going to be held at the Ritz Carlton. And so yeah. it's going to be a fantastic event. Um we have some great plans and uh DJ, I'm sure as you know, uh, you know from 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 this year's uh, convention, uh, the girls did a great job coming up with uh, theming it, and uh, the theme this year is going to be Power of the Past. 
is the force of the future. So we have a little bit of uh, a, a little bit of um, of the past mixed with the future, and we're going to be combining, and that'll be the theme for for this year's convention. So we're really excited about uh, about what we have on tap for that. So um, those are the announcements for this week, and uh, we can get back into the show now. So. Um, so, Jake, I don't know. Uh, it's been a while since you've been on the show, or, and I'm not sure if you get an opportunity to listen to Dima Live, if it's that high of a priority in your in your business life. But um, what we're trying to do with Dima Live is encourage uh, professional standards in the private service industry. And we've been asking all of our guests to share with us their thoughts as far as professionalism goes and, and how do you think gift-giving can reflect professionalism. That's a great question. Um, you know, I think, Matt, that at the core of professionalism, or at least one of the pillars of professionalism, I'd say, uh, is thoughtfulness. And I think that that has to be an animating force behind any kind of professional endeavor. And I think that that is the same thing, the same force that's behind gifting. When you're giving a gift, you're, it shows the recipient that you're thinking about them in a positive way. And that, at the end of the day, I think is what's so meaningful and impactful about it. And so the same, the same impetus, the same uh, force, I think, is, is, is behind professionalism and also animates the the urge to give a gift is that that thoughtfulness behind it yeah jake i really agree with that and it's it's just having that really the the presence of of detail and and being right on the on the mark with anticipation like we talked about earlier i I think you're right on the mark with regard to that and and with with regard to professionalism detail attention to details yeah Right. Yeah. A couple yeah. of things. I just wanted to say, Matt, I'm really excited about the uh, the theme. You know, I'm a big fan of history and especially the history of private service. We've we've touched on some of the historic perspectives of the historic aspects of, of private service with, with a lot of our guests here in the past. And so I'm very excited about that theme, looking at the past and, and how it relates to the present. But, you know, Jake, yeah, no, I was I... thinking about. Go ahead. Go ahead, Matt. Yeah. No, I was just going to say I think it's I think it's going to be a great opportunity because I think so many of our uh, of our companies um, that are part of the association companies like Kristoff, you know, they have such a rich history and you know yeah. building and learning from the past can only help us do better in the future. And uh, I just think that you know it, it was a great idea. Obviously, our Friday and Saturday events. Uh, in the evenings are always really well attended, and so you know we're we're always coming up with new ideas and, and concepts um, to to make those events fun. But from an educational standpoint, it, it definitely is going to be a lot of fun to be able to listen to some of the companies um, be able to come up, present on their um, on their great histories, and then talk about how they've how they've evolved through the years. And so yeah. I think that might lead into the next question that you're getting ready to ask. But, you know, I just I feel like that's something that was really important that we needed to hit on at this year's convention. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Mm-hmm. And and I'm going to ask Jake and just I, one second. I want to ask you about the trends that you see 
kind of happening going into the in gifting and, and what you see kind of going into the future. But I was thinking about sure. something earlier when you were talking about the club collection and how mm. uh, a lot of the things that your company does kind of revolve around collections. And I mm. think it's a great, it would be a great way to approach gift giving. I know the, um, the guard, the Jardin des Edam, the, the, mm. the, um, some of the plates, it would be great to give, like if you have a, a someone that you're going to give a gift to on a regular basis year to year, that you could like keep track of different parts and give like parts of a collection that would actually build into a bigger gift over time. Absolutely. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I think that's another great way to approach gifting. I think that's a fantastic suggestion, DJ, and you're absolutely right. And um, it's interesting too, because that mirrors a lot of the way that we see some of our clients um, buy for themselves, right? You know, so they'll mm-hmm. come in, let's say, th- maybe, maybe, and maybe the way they even got introduced to the brand was through, you know, uh, a parent or a grandparent, and they've been handed down an item, yeah. whether it's a set of flatware or a set of um, porcelain or whatever the case may be, and they'd never heard of Christoph before, and again, they say, oh my God, wow, this is so beautiful. I'm transported to another world by this product, and it's a world that I love and that I want to live in. And so then they start adding to their own collections over time, yeah, um, yeah. with with you know new pieces and just uh, until they have a complete table and a complete house and so on and so forth. So I think that that um, your suggestion is is great. So what's happening trending wise in the in the world of gifting? What do you see happening on the trends level? Mm, that's interesting. So. One of the interesting, interesting things that we're seeing a lot of actually is that, um, and it's it's so great that you were just talking about the, the theme of the convention and kind of uh, the past informing the future because that's a trend that we've seen in, in a major way um, in gifting and in fine dining and sort of lifestyle in general is kind of what's old is new again, right? And one of the ways that we really see this expressed most clearly is in um, cocktail culture. Because uh, you have these, you know, people who are really, really into the traditional accoutrement of the cocktail, right? Things like, you know, fine crystal glassware of different shapes, uh, ice tongs, big whiskey uh, glasses for, you know, your Johnny Walker Blue, decanters, bar carts. Um, you know, you just see all these kind of fun things that are not what one would dub necessities per se, but they uh, recreate and reference kind of a bygone era. And we see people really, really responding to those things and uh, loving to have them for themselves and, and therefore to give them as gifts as well. Another thing that, we've, that we're seeing a lot of, and we've touched about this a number of times throughout the conversation, and it, it bears repeating, it's just it's customization. It's creating something bespoke. I mean, the buzzword these days, right, is, is experience. Everyone wants to have a unique experience. They want to have an experience. That they feel like a mm-hmm. product they feel like that's tailored to them, that speaks to them specifically and only them. And uh, through uh, engraving and other sort of bespoke detailing and touches, you can do that um, relatively inexpensively and take a product, you know, you can give the same product to a bunch of different people, but through engraving make it unique to each one and so it's a great um it's a great option and a great opportunity and and it's something that that people are really responding to cool well jake listen it's it's always good to have you on the show i love talking about fly fishing with you um but we we have uh we, we we've, we've never got to live in 
<laughs> We've got about two minutes left in the show. Um, real quickly, if our membership needs to uh, get in touch with you uh, and they have a large order that they want to place as far as uh, gifting goes, um, how do they reach out and, and get in touch with you? Sure, absolutely. And, and it'll, it, I'll just add this little caveat, Matt. I mean, it doesn't even have to be a large order. If any of you guys, any listeners, any DEMA members can reach out to me anytime. And whether it's something that I help you with personally or, or my colleague on the West Coast who I mentioned helps you or one of the boutiques helps you, I mean, I can help kind of funnel you to the right person that's going to be most useful and, and give you the best service. But um, uh, So you can reach out to me regardless. But my email address is j.alexander, so it's A-L-E-X-A-N-D-E-R, at Christoffel.com, and Christoffel is C-H-R-I-S-T-O-F-L-E. So it's j.alexander at Christoffel.com, and my cell is 646-630-0068, 646-630-0068. I'd love to hear from you guys anytime. Excellent. Sounds good. Well, Jake, we appreciate you having having you on, D, on DEMA Live. Uh, as always, DJ, thank I you for, uh, for your assistance and all that you do for the show. Um, we will be back on air next week uh, on Wednesday at noon Eastern Standard Time when we will be joined by Melody Richards. Uh, Melody is a newborn care specialist who has served clients here in the United States and also overseas in Dubai. And she's going to be talking about the cultural differences when taking care of two different uh, lifestyles of families. So we're excited to have her on. That will be um, next, uh, next Wednesday at noon Eastern Standard Time. As always, I have been your host, Matthew Hack, and on behalf of all of my colleagues and the staff at DEMA, we'd like to thank you for allowing us to continue to serve those who serve others.